0: These questions and many more I aim to answer on the show. My goal is to be a trusted guide on your journey to selfhood. May you find what you seek. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Brandon Ward. Today we're going to be talking about dealing with dark emotions and pain. In last week's episode, we discussed the power of self-awareness, the outcomes that can come from self-awareness, the positive aspects that we can gain from self-awareness, the power that we can generate from self-awareness. During the process of self-awareness, developing self-awareness, we find dark feelings, dark emotions, pain. Like when we're looking and observing our, ourselves and we're going through this process, things come up that we may not be prepared for or open to handling in a way that is is thoughtful and caring and sometimes we need help to navigate these dark emotions and pain and so the purpose of this episode is to go deeper into the process of self-awareness as we navigate these dark feelings and emotions and first and foremost recognizing that all of us have these dark emotions these dark feelings it's through In psychology, it's often recognized as a shadow self. Our shadow self is effectively the darkness, the pain, the hurt, the areas of our self that we are not yet aware of that are creating discomfort and pain in our lives. And the biggest thing to realize is that all of us have these. All of us have these dark emotions. All of us have these dark thoughts and feelings. The difference is what we do with them. And when we embrace them, when we're open to them, regardless of what they are, when we are genuinely open to listening to the story that these dark emotions and pain often have for us, that's where our ability to heal and move forward can happen. We can grow and expand ourselves by understanding with empathy and awareness and acceptance of these darker emotions and feelings. So it's okay to feel these things. We all feel them. There's a disparity in the extent with which we feel them, and our experiences will often dictate the level of pain or discomfort that we may feel on an individual basis. Our stories, the way we grew up, our backgrounds, all of these things influence how we feel on a day-to-day basis and our ability to honor them and embrace them and acknowledge them is what empowers us to move forward. And so feeling guilty and denying doesn't help us. By denying these dark feelings, by denying these emotions, That's actually when things grow out of control. That's the concept of the shadow self. The shadow self grows as we deny its existence. When we push away, when we resist things, we're actually feeding them. And through that resistance, we fuel much of these dark pain, these dark feelings, these dark emotions, and this pain that we've experienced at some point in our life. And much of us, has to do with our childhood, the way that we grew up, things that have happened if we were abused of some kind or or had some traumatic experiences. And it may not be from our family per se, but oftentimes much abuse happens to us when we are children because we are vulnerable. We are dependent upon other people. And as vulnerable, dependent beings We are easily manipulated, controlled, abused. And truthfully, the sad thing is is it's a cycle until we break that abuse, those dark feelings, until we start to recognize and heal them. And so the first aspect is realizing that we all have them. It's denial only empowers them, only allows them to grow because we are ignoring them, we are resisting them, which is feeding them. And then toxic positivity which I'll end up doing a whole episode on this. It's very prominent in the self-help space, but the idea that you just think positive things and somehow that fixes all the issues in our lives. And it's helpful to have optimistic visions of our future. It's ideal to hold high standards for life and what we're pursuing, but denying the shadow, denying the pain, the darkness that lives within all of us only blocks us from growing and healing and becoming more full, wholesome, empowered individuals. Toxic positivity is a very slippery, dangerous slope because it's denying entire portions of our existence. And we exist on a spectrum of negative and positive, light and dark, And so in that, on that spectrum is negativity, pain, dark emotions, the things that we're feeling now, anger, sadness, hurt, isolation, loneliness, all of these dark feelings are on that spectrum of existence. If we had not, if we, if there were no scale, there would be no joy, no passion, no pleasure, no upside. Right? This scale allows us to experience the totality of existence. And as part of existence, negativity is there. And it's how we navigate and manage it and embrace it that will dictate our day to day experiences and how we feel on a day to day basis. And so these emotions tell us a story. And by denying that story, we're preventing ourselves from healing. And so by listening to these negative emotions, this anger, this hurt, this whatever it is, by allowing those things to come out. So I've done a lot of work around journaling. I've talked about self-talk, recording into recorders, whatever we have to do. Sometimes it's getting a therapist, having somebody to help us work through these emotions. I wasn't, I went about it doing it my own way. I spent a ton of time by myself on my own. In my own thoughts, journaling, reflecting, meditating, praying, and that's how I was able to move through a lot of this pain now i by any this is a it's a never ending journey it's something I'm still working on every day. I still find things that I have work to do there's emotions, thoughts, feelings that come up on a daily basis, especially now as a parent, as a husband, that I have to navigate because ultimately those feelings are indicators to a deeper story that is there for me to learn from, to grow from. And this is the silver lining of the dark emotions is that it's often our power that is is on the other side of this healing, but we can't get there unless we listen to those stories and understand why we're angry, why are we sad, why are we isolated, and when you go through the process of parenting yourself, what you'll find is that your inner child is often feeling those things based on experiences that happened at a certain point in your life. And until we heal those moments, until we embrace that story, until we listen to those emotions and feelings, we can never move forward from them. And they linger. Those pe- those feelings, that pain, it lingers in us. And that's why often most people just can be sad, depressed for years because there's not growth, there's not change, there's not understanding, compassion. This is also why psychedelics, psilocybin mushrooms, ibogaine, ayahuasca, peyote, there's more and more studies coming out about how that can help with PTSD, depression, addiction. It's truly helping us to rewire our brains to understand the stories. Some of the stories that I've heard and experienced, I've done psychedelics myself and I've experienced these things. It brings greater context to the feelings that we've had. It brings greater context to the experiences that we've had in our lifetime. It brings new perspectives from a higher level, from an expanded view that allows us to see things differently, which allows us to heal and move forward and let go of those dark feelings. So understanding the story underlying our feelings, taking the time to understand why we feel this way, where these feelings are coming from, where is it rooted in. This takes time and it's not easy. It's hard work. This is very difficult work to do, but it's the most important work we can do and it's the most rewarding work that we can do because ultimately it brings about great change in ourselves and allows us to be the highest and fullest versions of who we are. So we carry much from the past that we bury in our subconscious. And that's why bringing this stuff into light is so important. That's why embracing these feelings, these emotions, hitting them head on is so important. Now, that does not mean acting on them, right? We can feel anger, hatred, violence, but understanding why they're there is critical, not simply acting them out. When we act out without consideration thought we become reactionary we become very animalistic that's the way most of us live today is we're very reactionary and animalistic but it's by bringing about that awareness by bringing those feelings from our subconscious to our conscious mind that allows us to move forward and heal and that's the journey that we're on that's the that's the process that we go through By bringing awareness and sitting with these feelings is how we heal. By understanding where they are coming from. There were much, as an example, much of my childhood, my parents got divorced when I was young. That caused a lot of pain in me that I did not realize until I was much older that I had been carrying for a long time. I had a lot of anger issues. I was upset. I was insecure. And there's a lot of reasons why I was feeling those things. But it was by exploring my inner child, the feelings that I had the stories that I was carrying for decades that finally allowed me to heal and release a lot of this pain because it brought about understanding. I was able to validate my feelings, understanding the thing too, accepting those feelings, not judging them, not denying them, not criticizing them, seeking to understand, empathizing with ourselves, bringing about understanding on why we're feeling those ways, even though they may be incorrect, even though those feelings may be misperceived or based on misperceptions of our life, our story. That doesn't mean they're wrong and we can heal from them. And by embracing that and understanding those feelings, it allows us to truly show empathy and compassion for who we are and bring about positive change as we learn to love and accept ourselves. Even the most darkest emotions and violent emotions can be embraced. I had anger and hatred towards my parents that I had no idea I had. Rage, true rage, and I wrote out a lot of crazy I was just exploding on my computer when I was one day about my thoughts and feelings around this and some of the hatred, the violence, the thoughts that came out were scary. But at the same time, I understood why I was feeling that way. And as a child who knew no better, what else could I do? And so by embracing and accepting that story, those feelings, no matter how harsh and violent they were, I was able to heal and move forward because I brought about change that incorporates these feelings instead of denying and resisting them. Most of us, though, don't heal. We, most of us take our pain out on others. When we don't deal with our pain, when we don't bring our pain, our stories, our dark feelings, these stories into our conscious mind and we deny them, we have to, it's, we take out our pain and emotions on others by It's like a release valve. It offers us temporary relief of these emotions that we're carrying, the pain, the hurt, the anger, the violence. It offers us a release. So instead of dealing with our pain, instead of embracing that pain, instead of hitting that pain head on and understanding the stories underlying these dark emotions, we simply release valve into the world and take it out on others. It's a shortcut to feeling better in the moment, but we never move forward and it's an endless cycle of hurt where we're just projecting our own hurt and pain onto others and creating more hurt and pain in the world. This is the, the cycle that has to be broken. And until we break this cycle, it will continue to happen. This abusive, neglectful, damaging cycle that many of us have gone through, it will continue to perpetuate until we choose to stop it. So by doing this, we're just projecting our own pain and hurt and anger. It's a distraction It's a distraction away from the work. It allows us to be angry and upset at others and simply distract away our opportunity to heal and move forward. So it's just a means to release these pain, these feelings in a way that doesn't help really anyone. Because we're feeling bad, we're feeling pain, we're feeling hurt, isolation, we simply seek to lower others so that we can feel better about ourselves. That's what a lot of us do. It's very sad. And I'm hoping that we can change that, obviously, through some of these, through this process, through this order within process, and learn to embrace and heal from within and become loving, compassionate human beings. Because ultimately, when we become loving, compassionate human beings for ourselves, we also are able to do that for others because we know what it truly takes. And that's the upside. When we manage our relationship with ourself, What we learn and gain in our relationship with ourself is something that we can carry and take into relationships with others. Another thing we can do is numb ourselves to never face these things. And that's a whole other aspect. I've mentioned these things before, but there's a lot of ways that we numb ourselves, distract ourselves from facing this pain. We use drugs and alcohol and experiences and sex and video games and porn and food and all kinds of things to distract us away from feeling how we feel. I was doing this for a long time. I was running from my feelings and escaping my feelings through external means. Partying, sex, porn, video games, all of those things. And I was miserable. I was deeply unhappy and unsatisfied with my life. And I've since changed and I've seen the other side of this. That's the funny thing for me is it's not, this isn't about preaching or any of that. It's just about tangible progress that I've been able to make as a human being, learning from really smart, brilliant people throughout history and leveraging what they've learned and what they've spent their life dedicated to. Doing so has allowed me to change my life my state. And so I want to share what I've learned. That's the whole point of this show is to share what's worked. It won't work for everyone, but I do believe that it can work for a lot of people. So I'm hoping that it can provide value and offer you tools and strategies to heal and become the fullest, highest, best version of yourself. So when we never face this pain, we say we stay stuck. So we're stuck in a state of suffering. There is a One of the biggest things before I read Healing Your Inner, Healing Your Aloneness by Dr. Margaret Paul, I had this constant state of suffering that was just always around. I could not shake it no matter what I was doing. And often the more I would party, the more I would do these things, the more isolated I would feel. And so as I pushed externally to distract myself and make myself feel better, it only got worse. And so that's what ends up happening is we end up staying in this state of suffering until we embrace that struggle, embrace that inner pain. We don't progress and reach our potential until we embrace this pain. That's the secret. Our greatness lies through empathy, compassion, and understanding all of life, all of existence without judgment with acceptance when i think about the great leaders of our of our time of our history throughout history jesus is one of those individuals that i've always been deeply inspired by not the christian church not the religion that was built around him but his life and the way that he lived as a man on earth and he lived his truth he loved everyone deeply and he challenged misperceptions of the time And he brought about two simple ideas, that we are all children of God and have eternity waiting for us if we choose to accept it, and therefore are all one family, connecting us all together. Those are the two truths that he shared. That was it. And he lived those truths. And so, by living this truth, by being compassionate, by being accepting and loving, we start with ourselves and then we move out. We slowly build out because until we do that it's like we're in a state of limbo that will never end and we're always we're trying all these things to make ourselves feel better all these external things everything we can changing jobs partners traveling whatever but it's within us that's the beauty of it is it's within us it's ours to claim if we choose to do so The interesting thing about this is as we are healing and carrying around certain things, certain pain, certain feelings, until we heal, we often attract other broken people to learn where we are broken. And so that's an interesting thing is that life will present to us people who have challenges and issues and things that are affecting their life And our relationship with them can be a mirror into our own pain and suffering. And sometimes we forget that relationships, people, humans are mirrors into our own existence. And that's the, again, the gift that we've been given of self-awareness and the ability to reflect on who we are and to see these things in the world around us. We are here to learn and grow and Advance, evolve. And the world life presents to us so many opportunities to do that on a daily basis. And often that's done through the people that are attracted to us, that we attract to us into our life. And so this is coming back to often our greatest pain is our greatest gift disguised. And until we embrace that, until we look at these feelings, this story, we don't, we don't gain the power that is held there. And so by embracing our pain, we can see the other side of where we can grow to. By understanding the pain and hurt, by embracing this, by learning compassion for ourselves and accepting who we are and going through this pain, what comes out of that? is an incredible gift of compassion and awareness and understanding and allows us to see others in the same way. It allows us to share an open heart to those who are struggling, to stop judging others and stop demonizing and dehumanizing one another because that's so much of what we're doing now. Just go on social media and you will look and see the utter dehumanization Of individuals who do not feel the same way that we do. It's tragic and sad. But our gift is through that pain. When we go through that pain. What comes out the other side is a great strength and gift. And that's what is important to note here. Is the power that we hold. Comes from this awareness. By embracing this change. By embracing this struggle. This is what enables us to be the best version of ourselves. And when we deny it, when we deny this story, when we deny this pain, when we deny these feelings, it becomes the thing that brings us down. It starts to undermine our progress, our vision, our life. That's the downside, is it's until we embrace this, things will slowly slide further and further down things will get more and more difficult more and more isolating more and more lonely until we begin to hit things head on and you can think about you can see these stories this is why i love my wife and i are big movie goers we watch shows we love cinema because of the stories the underlying wisdom that can be shared in stories now It's not true in everything, and of late. I think our culture's really slid into... I don't find very much value in a lot of the content that's created these days, but there are definitely classics in cinematography that has helped us to see this. An example, Luke Skywalker and his denial of the Jedi, his ability to be a Jedi. He was in denial about this, and he was unhappy, bored, isolated when he was denying that it wasn't until he embraced the Jedi, the journey of the Jedi within him that he became who he was, that he was able to fulfill his destiny. And to me, destiny is not a guaranteed path. It's our highest vision for life awaiting us. It's ours to choose. And so that's an example of denying the inner truth. Harry Potter Denial of his destiny. He was in denial of the fact that he was the wizard that would end the great enemy and end this these times. It took him a long time to really embrace the fact that he could do this. That throughout the movies, he was in denial about this until he did these things. And also the group that was around him that grew and went through pain and experienced heartache and became stronger because of it they rallied around one another neville at the very end of the movies his bravery even though throughout the movie series he was somewhat a bumbling goof but when it mattered he was courageous and brave this is the inner life calling to us hermione she was a muggle right that was a But she was brilliant. She's a brilliant wizard in her ability to learn and grow. And without her, they would have never been able to fulfill the mission that they were on in those movies. Again, Hermione had this inner struggle that she was balancing, battling with. On top of the external world piling on. That's the thing too, is it's both inner and outer. Hermione is a prime example of that. All the external hatred and pressure that she was experiencing and that she was internalizing she overcame those things and was a tremendous character in this journey so it's these are some small examples there it's throughout there are lots of stories movies books that this struggle this inner struggle many of the main characters deal with until they overcome this pain this struggle to fulfill their destiny, and become the highest versions of themselves. Healing brings personal power. And when we face our fears, we have the opportunity to triumph. And triumph is truly, to me, what life is about. It's about honor, dignity, virtue, bravery. Overcoming this pain, this darkness, this suffering, internally, is the most epic journey that we can go upon. And it's what allows us to triumph the inner darkness, the shadow. Overcoming this pain and darkness is what life is all about. Connecting with our deeper selves. Connecting beyond this world and overcoming that darkness. All the good and evil analogies that we see in movies are a representation of our own internal struggles with darkness and evil we all have these things within us and it's how we navigate and overcome them and embrace them that will determine the outcomes of our lives and the direction that we move in the power is ours that's what is beautiful it's a cosmic ride that we are all on and this ride this journey This work is the most fulfilling and rewarding work that we can possibly embark on if we're willing to have the courage and bravery to do now. If you're doing this, if you're attempting to do this work and you're finding that you're struggling, please get help. Find help if you need help to support. If you need somebody to help you talk through these things, to help navigate your inner feelings, ultimately We're responsible for those feelings and thoughts. But that doesn't mean we have to do things alone. And so there's a lot of of groups and things that we can connect with to get help here. I will share some resources that I think could be helpful for people outside of the things and tools that I'm providing around thoughts, journaling, meditation, praying, all of those things. But like sometimes you just need help and that's totally okay. So I really... I know that the power that we hold as individuals lies in our darkness, our inner darkness. That's the the merging those two aspects is what allows us to to become the fully empowered versions of ourselves that we have the potential to be. But until we embrace those feelings, those dark that dark that shadow self, we will struggle and we will continue to see these similar cycles of denial, of projection, of hatred, of judgment, of pain. But I'm confident and have faith that we will get through this, that we will reach our potential, and that we will become the ultimate beings that we are destined to be. So, with that being said, I'm going to wrap the episode. I do appreciate y'all listening in. Next week, we're going to be doing an episode on the power of joy. And I've got a few other episodes that I'm working on as well. I will be releasing the monthly newsletter next Tuesday. So hopefully you all like that as well. But until next time, y'all. Thank you for listening to Order Within. If you found the episode helpful, please consider sharing, rating, and subscribing. New episodes will be released every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, y'all.